Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I knew what I was going to do was going to be very special with my life. I'm an example just to show people that like, you come up from nothing. Prince had dedicated his whole legacy to celebrating women, celebrating women of color, and celebrating positive music. I'm going to uphold that. You're your own worst critic. I feel like you should be it anyways, but I, I'm always that, and I was just hating my song, so I was hating myself. Some people are at their cubicle job right now making way less than us. Some people are across the world in a goddamn sweatshop making like nothing a day, and we're getting paid to sing and dance. To sing and dance, that's a blessing. Artists out here, they're just willing to settle for anything. You know what I mean? And once you're willing to settle for anything, you deserve anything you settle for. Yo, this young murder. Yo, this is Lizzo. This is August Regal. What's good? It's Kehlani. This is your man, Blake Carrington. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show. My name is Chetto. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. And this is part two of my interview with Ras Fresco. In part one, we went through the timeline of Ras Fresco's career starting in 2009 with his first project. He told us the classic stories of recording in Tory Lane's basement and so much more. If you haven't already listened to part one, don't listen to this. Start with part one and move on to part two. In part two, we talk about a difference that Raz has noticed in the electronic music scene, how he almost lost his life at the beginning of the year, and a little special performance at the end of the interview. Raz Fresco, part two on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go. Funny enough, because, you know, from 2012, uh, from 2010, 20, 2009, around this time, what is, would you say, your attitude towards uh, Canadian hip-hop music? Because now it's different than 2017 is different, I would assume. 100%, I, 3 million percent, like, you know. Then 2010, 2011, 2012, what are you seeing in terms of when you're performing at shows or when you're putting music out? What is, like, how Torontonians and how people are perceiving us as Canadians? I mean, the city's popping, so, like... Back then or today? No. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. no. Put the pop, context. Like, you got to put the context. You know what I'm saying? The city's but, popping now, but what was it like then? Because you've been doing this since, you know, for, for a I minute. I mean, shit, B. Like, this is before This is before it was the six, I guess. You know? Like, this is before it even the, it was called the six and shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. This is before that, this whole era and shit. So, I guess it's like school face era or some shit. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> I want to know more about that energy because it's important. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm doing shows and, like, yeah. I'm trying to rock the crowd. And I know that, like, you know, I might not get the same... You know, I, you could, like, to keep it a buck, like, I couldn't... No matter what the energy was, like, mentally... if Because you're asking about me, where I, I was mentally with it. Okay. I couldn't let that affect me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know that, yeah, like, you know, you're, my, you're not going to get the same, like, response as a headliner and everybody's raising their hands and all this type of stuff, but people are there, their ears and eyes are working, they're watching you and, like, you know what I mean? Even if, because it's not that type of energy and everybody's not just going to jump for you right away and stuff, it's kind of like, oh, who is this guy? Like, that's kind you know, like, that's kind of the energy, like, oh, who is this guy? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I know that, like, I just have to put on the, I just have to try to do my best. And, like, yeah. if I do that and, like, there's, someone's gonna feel it like there's gonna be people that feel it like you know if you feel it, like I'm confident in the music I know like yo me Soze like shout out to Souls cause he's the one that really showed me how to put a show together like you know what I mean cause he had more experience than this you know what I mean so along all these like through all these yeah so basically what are the elements what did he show you cause that's momentum, very important building up the show like starting it up like you know what I mean leaving it Starting it up and building and knowing like the song tempos and like you know building it, picking the songs wisely so there's like a build up and momentum so that by the end it's popping and then you end it the right way and certain little things to do and like you know what I mean we will literally be in the studio and like yo so it's the type to like make a point and then like pull up like pull up the video and like you know what I mean show you the example of like. Yo, look, this is like, you know, like a dope performance and this will check certain stuff out. Like, you'll be like, yo, you never, you don't know about the dopest performer? Like, check this out. And boom, and then like, we'll watch stuff like that. So doing, st just, you know what I mean? Me and him being around each other and like, you know, vibing like, and doing all these shows together and stuff too. I like, these are the times I'm learning, how, like, you know, like about shows and hmm. putting them together. And like, yeah, like a, a part of it too is you have to actually do the shows to learn. Like, you know, so a big part of the learning experience is, is doing the shows and like thinking like after coming backstage and like even though everybody's like the people who are like yo it's dope show dope show dope show like you know like we're looking for like you know what I mean 
we're talking to each other like, yo, did you like, how do you feel about this track? Like, you know, how do you feel about this track? Like, you know, like, how do you feel about this? And like, whatever, we're like, ah, oh, this track was nice. Like, oh, they were feeling this track or whatever. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. we're asking certain people, like, we know that have a critical, that'll give you a critical opinion and not just be in the moment and be like, yo, dope, whatever. Like, they'll be like, yo, what do you think about the show? Like, you know, like, and then people are saying, yo, this was this, but you know, maybe you could have, you know what I mean? Didn't this mm-hmm. better, whatever. And like, from, from doing the background stuff, like as far as being a student, looking at, talking about shows and looking at different shit and whatever, and then doing the shows and, you know what I mean, reviewing them or whatever, like that's the whole process of, you know what I mean, learning about shows. Like Very you know? important. Very important. Yeah. yeah, getting that feedback and... And, and you learn, deciphering through the feedback and... Exactly. And you also have the opportunity, as you're saying, you're opening up for so many different people as well, too. You're all probably also open up to a lot of different audiences, depending on the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. the headliner is. 100%. Right? So you're building... And it's your, like, I gotta adapt my show based on that. It's like, okay, I'm doing the, the Juicy J show today. Oh, okay, yeah. I gotta, like, you know what I mean? Do Juicy more J, bangers or whatever. Different like, energy. Oh, yeah. shit, we doing the... um. Freaking tribe called Quest show in, in Montreal. You know what I mean? Because when they when they dropped that documentary and stuff, we did they, they was out there did the show with them yeah. opening. So yeah. it's like okay, we don't we we're not gonna do this Juicy J set. Yeah, that this, this you know what I mean at the yeah. tribe show. We gonna you know what I mean do more to you know what I mean. So yeah, like learning how to play with the crowds, knowing what like you know learning about the crowd and knowing like okay that what would they probably receive more better hit them with like all that type of stuff to the nuances. Yeah, it's called life. Uh, and I swear don't come around twice no. Got to do it for the Ten years where you wanna be That's loud and it's me She feel it when I kill it Then I gotta feel it Back you silly Dig it We can get some money if you with it with it, uh If you don't be shit, you gon' be shit Some niggas got eyes but don't see shit You a grown ass man, why don't your jeans fit? Came from a line of kings, I guess the jeans rip Fuck getting paid when I be 46 I hear BK, might see me in a B so 2014 then what the screw face tape yeah so boom the pop corn tape drops now and i'm yeah. pushing that how did that go it was cool i mean I, you know what i mean i kind of kind of i don't know i i feel like it could have got you know what i mean a better response why do you think on. it didn't get why was it slept on i mean it was still like dope like sh- shout out to all um, complex they, they premiered i think and um you get videos on with that off that tape they're on noisy and stuff too and you know so yeah, I could press and like there's a one two good press and stuff, but like, like I said, like my head, like I was thinking like, yo, this is some crazy, you know what I mean? Like they gonna fuck with this, like you know what I mean? So it was, it didn't match my like mental thing. Like I felt like after after a drop, I felt like man, this is something that like after I, I get to a hot, way bigger point, people can look back and be like, oh shit, he did this was like a dope thing that he did. Like you know what I mean? It'll be, it can be more appreciated than like yeah. you know what I mean. I don't know. Become classics after some time came on, people come back. Yeah, to them yeah, and stuff yeah, some like shit that. like that, you know. Yeah. Okay, and then screw face tape after that. Yeah, so and if there's anything happening in between, please let us know. That's that. what yeah, you yeah, want to get. Right. I'm jumping back, and uh, my bad. It's fine, no, 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 doesn't them. matter. Yeah. yeah, so um, but yeah, so this is after the popcorn tape drops, and I'm working on new music for myself throughout all this time and stuff. But I just did that because it was like, damn, like I got like new music that I'm working on. And we're putting the project together, but I got I had to at least drop something to keep like people in tune, like you know, relevancy, like you know, like so that's why we dropped the screw face tape because I got the, I was working on the project and it just wasn't ready to go yet because all, all the behind the scenes type shit. Because remember, all, we're looking for a good, a good. We're trying to me soldiers trying to set up a good business situation after because we just Kiki Pockets not really doing the holiday like I'm I'm not have the access to the same network with the DJ Holiday Network and all that whatever like, yeah you know, not to say it was like yo fuck you Raz blocked out like it wasn't like that but yeah. it was you know what I mean I'm not actively being managed by you know what I mean as managers so it's not like all the same links are there yeah t- tell me about that because uh, you were lucky in the beginning of your career to be linked into Atlanta plug in yeah like right. Super- uh, all those networks from the Don Cannons mm-hmm. to, you know, the, who's... who's so sticks, it's like we have to build it back up. Right? And then, and then and then now you're, you're you just me have and management in Toronto. Me yeah. and Soze. And but that's the thing, like, yeah. it was me and Soze, but it was like, he's like me. We both, like, there's that fire to want to be successful with this love hip-hop. Man loves hip-hop. I love hip-hop. Like, you know, the man wants to be successful. I want to be successful. So it's like, we're both there. So it's like, it was just like building it back up, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, fuck. It was just like, all right, cool. Like, we don't, I mean, yeah. this, do this, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, on the same 
level and mentally with your manager, you you have confidence. Like, yo, all right, whatever. We, we got to put this work in again. We got to put the work in. Now, yeah, just keep doing it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dope. Uh, so during that time, like, holy. So I'm going to New York and, like, I'm doing meetings and shit too with different people and just going hard trying to network and get myself on people's radars and shit. And um, even, yeah, we, me and Souls went out to New York a couple times too. Meetings just with different people. Like, what are those like, by the like, way? I did a meeting with Shaka Zulu. Yeah. Um, He's a Def Jam at the time? or Yeah. 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 Um, did a meeting with... Uh, uh, you had a meeting with Gary V in New York, the big social media dude. When? <laughs> no, because my dude Mike was working at Vayner Media at the time. Yeah. So he was like, This is no, what, 2014? Um, shit, I gotta pinpoint this shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, this is. Scoof, is this after oh, Screwface? Yeah, I think tape? this. Mu- no, this is before that. Is before yeah, that. then it's like 2013, 2014, because yeah. Screwface. See, tape. I just like jumped back a bit. Yeah, it's fine. No, no, no. But yeah, so yeah, he was my boy. It was around the time, yeah. This is actually 2013, yeah, leading up at the Gaggy Pockets. My bad, jump yeah. back a bit. But yeah. yeah, like basically that process of like going out there and trying to do meetings and put myself on people's radar because Kiki Pockets was dropping, like that we were just getting into as far as like for Pablo now because like we had to do the same thing again except for just like you know building the network back up, you know what I mean? And or just not really back up, like we're just expanding onto it, you know? And um, yeah. So what what, is, what are these meetings the like? I'm me. I'm. I make music. You know. I'm trying to pitch it to someone. Like yo, yeah, but like, fuck you my know, shit. So I'm you, showing you, them. You, like I'm. I'm introducing them to my music. Like you know. Um, telling them who I produce for, and you know, make just like just come with a vibe. Like come with energy. You know. Like, yeah, yeah. Basically. Like yeah. you know. And I'm just like check this out. Here's like a one two videos that are coming up, and you know what I mean. Because I, I went out there and I had a I think like one two videos I was on deck or something like that. I'm just showing you my videos and I'm. You know what I mean? I'm showing you my me. Yeah. And it's like, if you're vibing with it, yeah. because that's the thing, if you're vibing with it and you're like, okay, like, I kind of like this, that starts the door to like, okay, so are we going to, how can we work now? Is it going to be a feature? Are you going to post up a track? Are you going to like, you know what I mean? Not not saying like, that's how I'm on them right away. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like, if you show the people your energy and they're vibing with it, like that just opens up the door. So that's what the meeting's like. That's what, that's my mind state. Like, okay. I'm just coming on it. Like, it's the same thing with the girl. It's like approaching a girl, like, you know, except for you're not trying to have sex with the person. You know what I mean? You're trying to do business. Mm-hmm. So you're approaching them and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, yo, what's good? I'm Brad Festo, I'm an artist from Toronto. I'm not there like, hey, what's up, man? It's like, came out here, I got a CD in my bag. You, know, you want to listen to it? I made a couple beats on it. It's kind of good. You know, I made some raps too. I wrote the raps. Like, what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? So it's about how I'm coming. Like, you know, that's... That's where my mind's at. My mind is like, mm-hmm. yeah. Why are these? Why are these meetings important? Why is it important to leave Toronto Networking and get on the mega because, bus, as you say? What? What? What can people learn for the people who are just in their basement right now? And my bad for cutting you off. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm like, you've been in these meetings. You've been to New York and all these Atlanta and all these things. I I need you to uh, tell us why it's important to do this. What do you get from this? Okay, I'm gonna do the very simple answer first. Because. It opens new doors. That person that you're meeting with has his own network, his own circle. Let's just say he has his own circle. And there's people within that circle that do different things. Those people might be able to do things that people within your circle can't do. Those things might benefit whatever you're trying to do. If it's music, it might help you be able to get your music out to more people. It might be able to put your music in a better place. It might be able to help you even get better at your music itself. It might help your craft. So when you meet with people, you are giving yourself the opportunity to be plugged into a different network, a different circle, and have access to that circle. So yeah, that's like why it's important. But like on a super, super deeper level though, and this is crazy too, because like um, this is something that we all know, like, you know, so, like with it, uh, I'm Caribbean, Jamaican and stuff. You grow up in the house and like your parents, there's so much sayings that like, you know, people, if I say the saying, like everyone will be like, every certain people will like listen right now, I'll be like, ah, yeah, that's like, yeah, I know you're Jamaican, like, you know what I mean? Like, show me your friends, tell me who you are. Like, you hear that all the time. So that's something that's so true in life. So when you take that into account now, it's backed up by this point. It's like, we live and we make decisions by ourselves, right? Like, you know what I mean? You say we got free will, right? But to what degree? Because you are 100% of the actions that you choose to make are affected by like 
they are affected by your surroundings and the people who are around you and stuff. So, for instance, it's like if I wake up and like my dad is the president, like when I wake up, there's just different stuff on my mind. I can do different stuff, like you know, like whatever. If I wake up and my dad is the garbage man, like this, you know what I mean? People are, we're born, we're all born into a network, right? And it's just like this is like sociology and all that shit now. Like we're all born into like a network. We inherit a network. Like so, if you're looking at it like a graph, it's like you're a circle. Your mom is a circle. and Your dad's a circle. Those two circles connect to you. So when you're born, that's you. You have the connection to your mom and your dad, and your mom might go to someone for their taxes and go somewhere for their mechanic or whatever. Your dad also goes somewhere for food and goes somewhere for whatever. And your mom and your dad do different things, so they have a boom. So you inherit that network. So when you're going throughout life now, the stuff that you're trying to do or all the things you want to do are affected by that network. No? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you keep that into mind that's just a principle of life so now to add on to that it's like the network that you are in and the position that you are in within that network affects what you want to do just as much as you yourself thinking of like what i want to do or whatever so if you keep these type of things in mind when you're around and you're out in places you'll realize okay like i want to i want to be you know what I mean? I want to be involved with this person right here because they got this going on and I got this going on and it can be mutually beneficial or whatever, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So th- these are just principles that will help you maneuver throughout life and put yourself in a better position, you know what I mean? To, like, aid yourself and just make your reality better, you know? So that's which, how I see Which is it. why people always say traveling is important mm-hmm. and uh, even being more personable There's a sick important. video on the yeah. site. You know, like, you have TED Talks, right? Yeah. There's a sick video on... Big Think. Big Think is kind of like TED Talks, except for it's like, um, what's his name? Bill Guy, Bill Nye, the science guy, is like the four. I don't know if he's like owns it or is like the main four brand guy. He's probably just the brand, like the brand face or ambassador or whatever. Or I don't know. You might own Big it or whatever. Big Think. Big Think. Okay. It's like TED, then they have different talks or whatever. So there was this sociologist on it talking about social networks and the, and the value of social networks and how they affect, mm-hmm. how your network affects you and your the amount of capital you're able to make, like literally, like literally, like it's a direct correlation. Like, you know, it's just breaking down the science of it and there's bare graphs and showing you how just different social networks, like, and then when when I say social networks too, I don't mean like Twitter media or like, I mean, I don't mean like Twitter, Facebook and like, you know, social network. I mean the actual social network. Like at this radio station, there's the, you guys are a network. You guys work together and to get things done, certain functions are passed down throughout that network. So it's like you guys are almost like a an organism in and of itself. Like, you know, the radio station becomes alive. Like, the, it becomes a thing. And you guys are the parts of that thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the how strong those parts are determine how good that thing works. The thing is the radio station, the parts being you guys and whatever. So if you are aware, like, I try to be aware. Like, like I was saying at the beginning, knowledge is the foundation of all things. So it's like... If you are aware of these principles, you're going to be, like, as you move throughout life, you're going to be applying them and they're going to work for your benefit. Versus mm-hmm. you're just living life and not being aware of this and then, like, you're around this person and around that person and not realizing why you're getting into shit. Like, man, why I'm always getting into shit, whatever. It's like, because you putting yourself there, whatever. If you went to somewhere else and we're chilling, like, you know what I mean? And so, like I mentioned before, it's like you can step into a whole new reality. <laughs> but you just stuck in yours. So that's that's yeah that's that's I I notice like simple things like I have an uncle who's very social or like uh, kind of like oh, like uh, just easily can start mm. conversation whether it's with the waiter bartender or you know uh, and he's easily able to start conversations. He knows a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot of connection. Links, like simple, so yeah, simple things. Like it, it doesn't matter whatever, like whatever small things, big things, whatever. Yeah. So just even, because he's personable, exactly, he has that network. Yeah, it's a skill. Yeah. So it's like even if you're, that's not part of your personality, it's still a good skill to be able to draw on at at, at times. You know, being able to be aware of a network and your position within the network and what's flowing through the network. Hmm. Yeah, because that that's. Yeah, like that's an ill video. I, re- I would recommend anybody that's listening to go and like look. I can't remember the name of the sociologist, yeah. but you can go on Google and type Big Think Sociology and then like social network money and stuff. Like it's crazy. Okay, baby, if you love me when you close to me, tell me something good. Say my name, say my name. If the cops come and ask questions, who be holding, who be selling? 
Don't say my name, say my name Baby, you've been out so long When's it all go change? What she say, what she say Girl, I can't tell you But stay down at me one day And we'll be okay I said, look around, baby, it's real I keep you closer than a hustler Keep the stare Closer than the work to the scale If I gave you my heart so in terms of the releases, because we're going to finish off the mm-hmm. timelines of the releases, uh, is it Pablo Escobar? Uh, Pablo Escobar, Escobar, Escobar. Is that what we're talking about next? Or, yes. Or yeah, is the it, period of like, yeah, yeah. after KE Pockets, I'm not no longer managed by um, DJ Holiday's management. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they're building, building up, trying to, um, and then this is the time period where Blacklight, you know what I mean, comes into effect. And um, we get the distribution from Duck Down and stuff, because and the funny thing about that is because it, the the building that Duck Down is in, right? There's like Fader and all these other things that are going on as well, right? So it's like years before that I even we got the Duck Down situation, I would be like doing various networking and people, like you're saying through networks, or whatever. I would like be going into that building, but like different areas and different rooms, and you know what I mean? To talk to different people and stuff, like because it's like. Different websites will have their different space and different in the building, whatever this and the third. So it's it's funny because it's like I already knew people in the building and like it was already like people already knew me back and forth, or whatever before the whole duck down thing had happened. So when I'm going to 2013 in New York, just based off everything I was already doing, certain things I had going on already, that connection was made, and then we set that up going into Paulo Frescobar, and then yeah, you know. Hmm. And, and what was that? Basically, that was the. The business situation, like, you know, for the past two years, you know, just working with Duck Down. That's how I got to Hip Hop Camp and, you know, like certain other things. And, yeah, at NBA Live, you know, at uh, the Beats and NBA Live 2015, 2014. Yeah. yeah. So Pablo Frescobar, that's, you consider that the debut album or no? Yeah, like, you know, the debut indie album, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because the debut the, indie the, album, right? Because remember, like I said, yeah. like the black light. Yeah. That it came into effect and then we put that out. Distributed, you know what I mean. What was that like putting that out? If you, you met what uh, Raekwon around that time, before that, nah, time? you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that project. Yeah. I mean that track was like a year and a half old at that point. I was sitting on that to put on the project. I just knew that. Yeah. So it's like I already had a relationship with him and all that before. So, I I, I was kind of already over the yo I got a track of Raekwon. I was more yeah. like yo I can't wait till people hear this track of Raekwon. Like yeah, and like you know, but um. How was it? It was like, I was just like, yo, well, man, like, people gotta fuck with this, man. <laughs> like, I was just down on me trying to see how people react to it and stuff. And what, you gotta keep up, Buck. What was, what was, like, what, how did you feel? Did it? Yo, okay, I, yeah, assume yo, it I was, assume, yo, the yeah, night of, yeah. um, the night before it dropped, I did the show at the Drake Hotel. It was me, the Pablo Frescobar show, like, you know, oh, and, like, you know. I was there. So, you, you, you you, you tell it. Keep ah, tell, tell the full yo, story. Yo, yo. Tell the so, full story. Yeah, so it was yeah. a great time. It was a, it was a good time still, like, you know? Yeah. Dude, the thing about me is, yeah. I can be f- kind of funny because it's like, I, I catch myself doing this. It's like, I, I fuck with some shit. I, I drop my shit. I'm loving it, whatever. And then it's like, I just start to like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Once it's, it's new out. shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It's new shit, whatever. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had to catch myself right there because that's how I almost did with the Pablo shit. But yeah. That shit dropped. It was dope. Um, the night before we did the show at the Drake Hotel, um, Jazz Cartier was there. Brought him out as a special guest. Um, Redway was there. Rest in peace to Redway. You know what I mean? Because that, that was, was the last time I saw Redway. Yo, that was like that was yeah. How soon after was that? Like, was in, it was was that the same, same weekend? Like not. It was very shortly after, man. Yeah. Like, you know, rest in peace yeah. to Redway. I knew him yeah. since because I like like I said before, after we moved out of Toronto and shit. Yeah. And. All that other shit, and went to Mississauga, just my pops, with my mom's. Um, Redway basically lived like not too far from where I was at. So, and my bigger, and my bro, my older brother, was um cool with Spotty, who like, he's Matt Mogul now. He does like, yeah, yeah emotions. Yeah, yeah, the but, brother of Wonder Girl. Exactly, yeah, Wonder yeah. Girl's bro. Yeah. So my my bro's cool with him, and they're like, you know what I mean? Just dance crew days and stuff where people are doing dance, to vibe, like all those type of days, whatever. So cool with them and I used to be around you know what I mean and like me and Red we used to freestyle and you know what I mean battle rap each other and shit like that so I knew him that was in grade 5 I'm in grade 5 at that point in time wow yeah so I knew him since then you know what I'm saying 
Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the girls like I don't even I don't know what the age difference is between me and her, but I never seen her there too on the computer. I, I don't know if she was making beats or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it'll blow my mind. I, I think I think I asked that, and then they're like, "Yeah, she was working beats back then too." I'm like, "Yeah, say word, that's great." So Redway came out. Uh, like you brought him on stage or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did a track. You brought out Redway. Yeah. You brought out Jazz Cartier. Um, uh, I brought Shaw Hustle. Shout out to Shaw Hustle as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, bro. It was it was, it was a, a trip because I Rich remember kid, Rich Kid came out too. Rich Kid, Trey yeah. Mitchell was supposed to be there too, yeah. but he was just in um the, he ended up being in the UK in on the some UK. like double books type almost next yeah. type of shit went to the UK or whatever I don't know yeah but that man that night was I think that's the first time I stage dived yeah I think so like yeah that was crazy bro like I had so much people were there like that I you know like it was it was sold out like oh man like it was just so you crazy. got a lot of love yeah like the energy was just crazy bro yeah and then uh, that, that album came out. The day after Canada Day, July first, twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you know there was it was dope. People were messing with it. People were fucking with it. And then I, you know, campaign videos and yeah, mm-hmm. and then been pushing that and got a much fact to do swerving in babes. So we dropped swerving in babes with Trey Mission. Fact, yeah, what's your relationship like with Trey Mission? Shit, um, how did I link up with Trey? I've been knowing about Trey's music for a minute now, still, and um. Um, yeah, his production, his raps, is just, yeah. I've been yeah. messing with Trey. Like I just heard his music, and I've been messing with it like on a personal level. Like I think he's like one of the top five artists out here. Like you know, hmm. his bars he can spit. Like you know, so I've been working. Like I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to give you the, I'm trying to get to the juicy <laughs> story part. Like yo, it's like this. So um, it's like I, we have mutual peoples that know each other though. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Like he knows, he knows people that like know people that I that I know. For a very long time, like you know what I mean, and shit like that. So, so mutual people. After type. Pablo Frescobar comes out, it's 2015, and now you know we're here at 2017. Uh, what happened in, in these times? What were the, like notable things that's going on in your life? Uh, like you have a son now. Yeah. How old is he? Like a year. A year old. Okay, that's yeah, one thing. Once. You have a son. Yeah. Congratulations! You're a father now. Yeah. How did that change your life? Yo, it's like serious. Gotta get serious. Like, gotta you know what I mean? Shit. After the next, what's the name of the next mixtape? Hustle. I survive through life every day. Like, yeah, you know, like I had to get on the hustle. Like, for real. Like with this music and like, you know, like go hard. Like, really, like try to like, like finesse the game. Like, learn. Like, like really apply myself more better. Like, you know, like yeah, yeah that's what. I, like, I mean, that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. I'm trying to apply myself way better. Like, you know, efficiently. Yeah. How so? Because, <laughs> um, you know... I'll give you one funny example. I'll okay. I find it funny. Okay. Okay, like the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Me, they click. Yeah. The meeting. Yeah. And the meeting is... I was talking about socials and shit. Sh- like social. social media. Yeah, talking about socials. Yeah. And um, they're like, yo, you need to penetrate these socials. Like, you know what I mean? We have to have a strategy to effectively use social media to... You know what I mean? Actively connect with these followers and, and and grow them because this is the age we're in. This shit is so important nowadays. Like when I, it was this Twitter wasn't as important when I dropped laying low and all that type of stuff, and the Instagram wasn't important like that important like when I dropped that. You know what I mean back then. So they're like, yo, you need to apply yourself. You need to use, like you have to think about it like this. You have to use your competitive advantages. Like so, I can rap like you know. That's what it's in. Like you know, I can rap. People tell me I can rap. You know what I mean? People tell me I can rap. All right, I guess you know. So. They're like, yo, since you can rap, all right, you know? <laughs> I'm I'm, I mean, I think I'm pretty nice still, but word. So I got to show that, though, because it's like, imagine you're on Instagram and it's a super sexy-ass girl. And it's like, she posts pictures of, like, she what she's eating and, like, her, like, keyboard. and But she didn't really post photos of herself. Like, her account would probably be dope and cool, but, like. It's not as popping as it could be. Like, all she had to do is hit the, hit the switch. And, like, if she's, you know what I mean, a super beautiful, click the photo, boom. You know what I'm saying? Because she has a competitive advantage. Her beauty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like with me, with my raps. It's like, I can rap. Show people that. Put it out there. Rap in front of the camera. Like, you know what I mean? So that's... Get them excited. Get yeah, them engaged. Exactly. Yeah. So that way, like, you know, that's one way. That's one way. Yeah, because uh, now that, you know, it's obvious that you've had the hustle and the grind since, like, the beginning. But putting it in the forefront. Now, you know how they always say, you know, work smart. Like, now it's about working smarter. You have the work ethic, but now since you have a a seed, you got to be smart about your energy. Yeah, just in general, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Okay, so that's one big thing that happened. Another big thing that happened was uh, like, you know, in the beginning of this year, your life was almost taken from you. Yeah. Like you, uh, you know, what was the thing the doctor said? Uh, I got stabbed, right? you know what I mean? You got I, stabbed. It got right by my heart and shit. They said, the word they use is nicked. It nicked my heart. It nicked your heart. Whatever. Yeah. You got Google? Like definition you could put, what does nicked, what does that word mean? Like nicked. <laughs> This guy's laughing in the corner. This over diapers laughing. Nicked. I'm just curious. Like a like a like a tug. You yeah, know what I like mean? Like a little, mm, like a. Uh. Yeah. Like if you, how close was it to your heart? I think it said like two inches, somewhere in between, like a little under two inches. Yeah. And if it, if it, it nicked, like a part of the shit must have touched like a little part of it, like a nick. Wow. Nick something. What does it say? I'm just. Curious. This doesn't work. You probably might go to have to, you know how you yeah. put a slang, and what's the, what's the, um, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> but, but fuck it though, fuck it, I'm playing around. So, yeah, that happened. Yeah, man. And uh, that must have been scary. Like, yeah. you took yourself in a cab, is that true? Like, you yeah. called a cab? <laughs> yeah. You took the cab to the hospital? Yeah. And can you tell, take us through that? That Yo, because, yeah. of, yo, there, um, I'm, like, because and there's this legal shit I'm still dealing with based on that situation right now to this day. Like, you know what I mean? Case, whatever. So, yeah. I can't really speak on that too, 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 too tough. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I will say that, like, you know, yeah, it's fucked up and shit. Like, it happened. Okay. And I was like, you know, I'm, like, to be honest, I made the tweet and shit. I mean, because I was like, yo, shit, nigga, if I die, like, I want, fuck it, nigga. I made a tweet or some shit. Like, I mean, I want to die, like, no one. Fuck, I'm just dead, like you know what I mean, whatever. So I was like, fuck about, like to be honest though, like I, I like when I happened and shit, I was just like, yo, nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna die and shit, like nah, bro, there's no way. So I like, I had like some shit, I covered my chest up and shit, and like I was, I stood, I stood in like a upright. I was like, I was on the, like, I was on the ground for a second, and like you know what I mean, I put myself up against the wall and like held my shit to make sure my flow was not, you know what I mean. Shit was just dropping on my chest, whatever, and like yeah, I called the cab and shit went outside, and you know what I mean, I had a. You know what I mean? I had a little roach on me and shit. And I was in the cab and I was like, "Fuck, bro, I ain't going, I ain't going out like this, nigga." I started smoking and shit. You know what I mean, I'm just, start smoking a blunt while holding yeah, on to your yeah, heart. Yeah, I'm just like, "Fuck, bro, like, some fucking bullshit, whatever." I'm calling my mom like, "Yo, mom, I got stabbed, but I'm going to the hospital. I'm gonna call police, whatever." Like, you know what I mean? Like, Crazy. Yeah, I'm like, "Yo, mom, I'm, I'm gonna be at this hospital." You know what I mean, but yo, they don't call me there. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm like, yo. Yeah, it's the smoke up. on a blunt help? I'm sure that can't help too much. I don't, I don't know. You're man. crazy. And then, yeah, bro, that shit happened. And then, fucking, and the police end up coming to the fucking um, hospital and shit, coming to the bed and shit, whatever. And then, yeah, you know, and it was fucked up because um, oh, I was it was, I was just, like, in the process of, be, like, um, getting rid of something else, you know, a little trouble I got into, whatever. And then, like, that shit happened and whatever. And, yeah, you know, so that shit kind of, like, fucked up my momentum going to the start of this year and shit, you know what I'm saying? I was very early. I was actually, it was like, I think a week, exactly a week before my fucking birthday mm-hmm. and shit, like you know? Like 10 days. Yeah, like it was like exactly, like right before my birthday and shit. So like, that shit and everything that is involved with that as far as the legal shit, whatever, all that, whatever, this and the third, that shit really um, messed up my momentum going into the, you know what I mean? The year or whatever. And then because of that, you know what I mean? Like the shit I'm on, uh, the shit I had to deal with because of that, whatever. So I got into a little situation that had occurred after that, and it's, you know what I mean? With white and whatever, this in the third soul, just it was like fuck. It was like it's like you walk into the room and hit your toe. Yeah. Fuck. And then like you know you get back up, start walking, and you hit it right again. Like fuck. Ah. Fuck. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So yeah. And I went to fucking they sent me to Maplehurst for like a couple of days and shit. Like. I was there for like a week and really, and then I came back and then yeah, I'm just trying to get all this shit out the way now, because like it's really just a bunch of bullshit too. Like it's not even like it must have like really like like you know it really is like when you really think like based on based on what's about to go down and shit whatever like I I almost I mean I'm that shit's about to be taken out. I wonder what's going through your mind though, because your son is already born at this time, right? Yo, oh, your son is not alive. Oh no, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I got twins as well. I got twin daughters. You, oh, you born. have, oh, okay. I was just born. That was just born? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So, but at that time, what's going on? So, you're, like, this is, like, in January, right? So, like, eight. Yeah, so he you, was there. Huh? Man, it was fucked, man. There was a lot of shit going on in my head, bro. No, what I'm saying, like, you know how the beginning of the year is really yeah. important? You have this renewed energy, like, oh, this year, I'm going to kill it. This year is mine or whatever. I'll, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you I'll, have a son already, and that's, you got stabbed. My New Year's like, isn't in June, though. But <laughs> what? I feel you. What was the like? What did that do for you? Like, I mean, in terms my years not January and shit. What does that What did that do to you though? In terms of your mentality of like, yo, like, 
did it motivate you? Did it like did it make you see life is really precious or at all or no? I mean, yeah, life is very precious regardless. Like I didn't have to. You, you didn't know, have to have that experience to know to, that. You know, but um, <laughs> yeah, bro. I was just like, man, this is fucked up. Like, you know, I gotta I gotta just get back from this and just get on a, a higher level than this. Like, you know, mm. yeah, like. Well, hopefully it makes for better music now. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, like, 100%. But, yeah, um, shit to talk about. Yeah. I just, I'm already, like, ahead. Like, I'm, that shit's in the past, whatever. And it's like, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm still here. And it's like, I'm just trying to get certain shit dealt with. Legal shit, whatever. Get that out the way and just get to my destiny. You know what I mean? Doing good things, great things. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? So all that shit is just like, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, you know? Like, go on, brush your shoulders off. <laughs> uh, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Don't worry. The purple haze and the purple tape. The yellow gold, kill them, yellow tape. Swerving and bang. Burning that thing. Earning some stash, stash. Uh, I don't ever sleep. I just meditate. Real pimp shit. Watch me demonstrate. Was that like was that the lowest moment in your life thus far or no? I mean, yeah, shit. Like, you know, one of them. Yeah, you know, fuck going like after like that, and like what happened shortly after that, where I had to go to the rehearsal a bit. But even though, no, nah, not necessarily. Like, I mean, yes, like. If you're, like, talking, like, fundamentally, yes. Like, you know, almost dying, you know what I mean? And then, like, going to jail, like, these are very not good things. So, like, these are very low points if you're talking about life within this society and stuff, you know? Like, someone who's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so those are, I guess, low points, like, you know? Regarding music, since you've been doing it since you're 16 years old, right? Uh, what would you say was your lowest moment creatively or in the business? Because you put out eight projects. You put on so much Yo, I'm gonna stuff. Yeah, I'm going to keep a buck with you. Yeah, um, yeah. Certain th- like I remember I had dropped I think it was like around the time nineteen ninety five or whatever and it's like I'm working on music and shit and like the project nineteen ninety five yeah which is like, in twenty eleven right, yeah, yeah or like shortly after that oh like basically I was because I'm more I try to stay on a high vibration on a high levels or whatever so the things that could bring me down like I'm not oh I, I haven't there's not points where I'm like I'm just down just fucked or whatever like you know I don't really think it's been like that for me kind of maybe because I'm always. Um, maybe from the outside looking in, people tell you different or whatever. But, like, things that would bring me down that I had to, like, not let me bring me down, like, now. But before, back in the days, is like, when I'd be at home, like, in... And, I like, remember, I'm in grade 12 or... No, I'm in grade, like, 11 and 10. It's like, I have, like, a one, two credits and shit. And people know this. People know, like, yo, you produce for this person and people know you for this person. But I'm like... I don't got like I don't got no money. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not caked up, like you know what I mean. So I'm just there, like what the fuck, bro. Like, like niggas, like uh, like my I produce for this person and and this person, but I can't like go across the street and go get this right now. Like I'm like yo, f-. like you know what I mean. That would like thinking like that type of thinking would like have like certain times I'll be at the crib and just be like, oh, just have you this like, yo fuck, you just there like. But then like the only like I. I Instead of like when I was be when I'll be in that mood, like I just have my computer or something, I'll just be like, yo, yo, fuck this, bro. Like, I need to make a heart, like, I, I, I need to make a heartbeat, bro. Like, I need to like make a million dollars or something right now. Like, nah, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, mm. like, I would, like, that is something that would bring me down coming up as an artist, you know? Cause you wanna, you wanna, you want your shit to be popping, like, you know? And you're just like, fuck, bro. Like, you know, like, damn, like, I, because there's there's, that, right there's these <laughs> expectations because exactly. you said as you said you produce for French Montana exactly. Tyga Mac Miller that shit would me down early facts like I would be like man yeah. and they're like yo that's the guy who produced but then you're trying to go to the convenience store and you're like fuck you know what I'm saying like yeah. yeah facts like so I'm just like nah bro it's not cool like but you would channel that energy into making a heartbeat I had to because yeah. I was like in my head mathematically I would break it down and I'd be like yo at least if I make the beat like. It's bringing me a little step closer. Like, me sitting here, I'm not doing that. This isn't helping me for shit, like, you know? Yeah. It's only going to make it worse. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you you know, you said earlier, like, you do the mathematics or you're a five percenter and you're a young kid and, uh, you know, the phone book challenge. Yo, there was something you said that, like, unlocked a whole story in my head just now. And I was just about to, um... The expectations when people yeah, have oh, yeah, accolades. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's yeah. just, just, um... Not even a story or whatever, but that's just very important yeah. because, like... You know the um wisdom is like 
knowledge, a whole bunch of knowledge condensed, you know what I mean? The wise words and shit. And there's many, that's why when you hear those sayings that, like, we get passed down from our parents or whatever, certain sayings, like, they're so, like, if you just listen to them, you avoid so much shit. Like, you're just so ahead of the game because, like, wisdom, what wisdom represents is a whole bunch of facts and, like, experiences condensed into, like, a, into a phrase. Like, you know, it's like, imagine, like, a, a situation is happening, you know, we can, we can record something and then put it on a CD and it's like a whole event is on the CD now, whatever. It's like, that's what, a, that's what those sayings are. It's like a whole bunch of fucked up experiences are in, is in that saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's, there's one w- wise piece of wisdom that like, when I started to soak it in, I eliminated that way of thinking and started to move just more towards working. Like, you know, and it stopped making me like, you know, like, hitting those down periods more frequently and it's more just more up periods because the Buddha says, you know what I mean? The Buddha says, expectation is the route to all suffering. If you really take that in, it's like like 85% of the shit you expect in life doesn't happen. You walk outside, you expect it to be this, you know what I mean? You expect it to be like this and it's not like that and you know what I mean? You're trying to make the light and you ain't make the light and you know what I mean? You're trying to do this and you expect this to... I'm not saying like, oh, nothing works in your... Nothing ever works in your favor. I'm just saying the shit... A lot of the things that we expect to happen don't happen. So it's not good to hold on to those expectations because if the world is so dynamic and changing and it's like if you stay fixed in certain things, all you're going to do is... The world's going to be working against you. It's like you're making the world work against you now and it's like... You're just bringing yourself more suffering. It's like a, it's like girls in relationships. Like you have this this um concept of like the the perfect guy. Like you know what I mean. So if a girl, if you're the type of girl that has that type of concept and stuff, and it's like now you're with a guy and stuff, right? And it's like he doesn't match that. He might even be a good guy. Shit, he might be a good guy, but he doesn't match that. So it's like you're dealing with him, and like when he doesn't match with that expectation, you put yourself through that suffering. But it's like if you didn't have that expectation, and you're just able to deal with things how they are. And not what they appear to be. You cut out that stuff. You you cut out a whole bunch of struggle, like you know what I mean, mental tension and problems and stress and all. You just cut it out. Yeah. Because you don't expect. You're not holding on to expectations. It just is what it is. So you you got this wisdom from your parents, and that it changed the game for you. I mean, through experience, and like that. This, uh, it's not like my mom said, yo, the Buddha said this. Like, that's, I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my father, mom said, the but, Buddha said this. You know what I mean? But whatever. But, you know, like through studying and trying to just get knowledge myself, you know what I mean? That's part of my path is becoming a five center and, you know what I mean? Go through my lessons and study and part of just what I do is every day is like just trying to break down the science of life and who I am and how does the world work because, like, you know what I mean? I, I, I feel there's an order to this. There's an order to this. It's not just all random and chaotic and stuff. That's why it's hard to tell. Perfect example. It's hard to tell the weather day by day. We live in Canada. I- Oh my God! I was I, I was hard. actually gonna say that when you were saying like example. It's hard to say the weather. The, the weatherman said it was gonna be sunny today, but it's, it's it might be raining outside right now. Yeah, I yeah. know it looks kind of <laughs> looks kind of dark. The hallway looked a little light. I don't know if they turned the light off, but it might be raining. It wasn't raining before. Yeah, when you had those expectations, like oh man. But like, guess what? Yeah, every year there's four seasons. Might be shift up a little bit, whatever, but it's yeah. on time. Every year, four seasons. So it's like shit's chaotic on a day to day, but there's an order though. So it's like you can't get caught up in the chaotic switches of the day to day. You have to have your mind on a higher level of awareness to see the order in things. So how did that apply to you? That's that what I'm saying. Like just learning and like I had to learn and develop this type of understanding through this studying. Like you know when I'm a, when we deal with mathematics, the five percent and stuff, right? Mathematics, right? It's pre mathematics and like we dealing with knowledge and it's like yo, we like what's knowledge like? What's wisdom? What's understanding? Like, instead of, like, just saying it and just whatever, like, we go and break down the words and whatever, and it's like, if you had this on your dome all the time, the things that are happening to you in life is bouncing off of that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's like, here's a here's a way I put it. It's like, um, we think in thoughts, right, in our head. That's how we generate and operate and direct our lives and shit. You know what I mean? To a, to a degree, sometimes most is it's really passion and feelings and shit too. But like when we consciously direct ourselves in our head, it's thoughts, and these thoughts are words, right? So if and we all speak in different languages or whatever. But if we grow up here, so we're talking about tomorrow, whatever. You speak in English. If you don't, to a degree, understand what the words you're you're using mean, then to a degree, you don't even understand your own thoughts to a degree. And you can't direct those thoughts. So it's like if you live a life where you're trying to just break down all things or whatever, you're going to be just more aware of what you're thinking. 
So instead of being like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, I just thought that, like, this is that. That's bad. Like, right away, just certain things just start to, you know what I mean? So that's how I try to operate myself, like, try to break down things and know what things, because there's, there's facts about things. Like, there's things that make things, like, I'm a, I'm a male, I have a penis, that makes me a male, like, you know what I mean? So, like, there's certain things that make things what they are. And, like, the more you're just in tune with how things are and not what they appear to be, you're less caught up in how things are changing day to day and you're just more trying to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Find your place in the order and make a good place for yourself and be at peace. What is uh, inspiring you, uh, Raz Fresco? What inspires me? What is inspiring you lately? <laughs> where, did inspiration, where is the inspiration coming from? My inspiration <laughs> comes from... Like, it, it could um, change all the time, right? But like recently... What are you excited about? I mean, really, since I began to get this knowledge of self and learn about myself and my history and know, like, who is the original man, the Asian black man, the maker, the planet, Earth, Father, Civilization, God, the universe, like, know who, I, know who I was and, like, where I came from my history and, like, even still studying that, right? I realized that, like, because on some bigger picture shit, like, you know, we we hear Western civilization a couple hundred years after slavery, whatever, this is the third. We're trying to get shit right. It's fucked up. You know what I mean? We see this, like, that other shit that happened in... You know what I mean? Niggas with yeah. the tiki torches and all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? That yeah. shit that happened the other day. The world's still trying to correct certain shit. You know what I'm saying? And we in the midst of all this shit, right? So if you do the knowledge and understand, like, how long certain shit has been going on and, you know what I mean, how glorious things have have been at certain times and, like, just the history of this, 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 this everything in general, you and you see how things are right now and you're just like, you know, you, you, because like a lot of people wake up and they're like, yo, they know there's more to this. You know, there's more to like, like, you know what I mean? They're, they're going to work and like, you know what I mean? They're, they're just like, they want more out of life and stuff, whatever. You know what I mean? People, I feel like they're out of the dark and stuff and whatever. And you know what I mean? So society becoming more and more aware of things. And through that, like, we would hope that things get better. So my motive, like my motivation is, and I know I'm a part of this planet and I know like, I don't, I don't think that there's like some... Somebody that's like, you know what I mean? That's just going to be like, yo, everything's good one day. Hey, or hey, look, hey, all the humans, boom, everything's good now. We're in peace. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we have to make that peace. Like, you know, like, so I feel my motivation is like my, playing my part in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, because when I was taking in my place, because remember, um, my name is Raz Quiz. That's my birth name. Raz Quiz. That's my, my name my mom gave me. And like she got that name when she was pregnant in a dream. And the lady came to her and said, you're going to have a son, R-A-S-Q-U-I-Z, whatever, boom, boom, right? And then when my, you told my pops and they, they picked that name. And then when you break down that name, my pops came to the same breakdown. It's like, you know, Brass is the head king, you know what I mean? Chief king, whatever, and quiz the questions. So we're talking about like the head of questions. And I've been questionative, like inquisitive my whole life and shit like that, whatever, you know? But it just came to a certain part where I started to answer these questions. And part of that journey was like, you know, like I said, find out who I am and, and I'm realizing like, yo, all these... You know what I mean? The black, you, you know what I mean? Niggas around me and shit. We, we, we've been robbed of our culture. Our culture is hip-hop now. Like, this is our culture and shit. And it's like, at the beginning of hip-hop, it was used to, you know what I mean? Make people more aware of themselves, whatever. So I'm realizing that, like, this is really the point of the shit that I'm dealing with. Like, you know? So I just started to try to drop the jewels, my music, whatever. Because it's all, it's dealing with, like, raising the awareness of the people. You mm. know, so that we can have a greater reality, like, live better, whatever, you know? Because you have to know better to do better to be better. So like, I'm just trying to drop, you know what I mean? Do my part in that process, you know? Through the music. Yeah. And then you use music as like a stepping stone and do bare other things as well, like, you know, when that time comes. And you got to do it though. And what, did the, what is uh, the quote? Like, candy with the medicine, you know what I mean? Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to just be preaching. You want to... 100%. Yeah. Like, nah, not yeah. that. That's why I don't preach because the yeah. pastor preaches. I'm not a pastor. <laughs> I'm not a pastor. I don't preach. Yo, uh, I want to thank you for your time, Raz. Is there what else do you want to say to the people out there who are listening right now, who are the supporters of you, uh, been supporters, but also there's probably gonna be new listeners from the Come Up Show podcast. What would you like to say to them? Uh, can I give them uh, something from the tape? Yeah, let's go. What, what's what song is this from? Um, ain't no rest for the wicked. Ain't no rest for the wicked. All right, all right. Yo, um. And this track too is like is like I ain't, I'm fuck I'm gonna just say this shit I ain't gonna talk about the track I'm just yo ain't no rest for the wicked the devil is awake the gods is asleep it's fire in the street 
burn, baby, burn. It's the way it gotta be. Where it gotta be. If we was once slaves, tell me what changed. Ain't no work, so how much work can I sell today? And how much stress can the black man take before I just break? It's wars like Kuwait. My mind is debate. My A like stressing. He trying to beat his case. I'm trying to move this weight. I woke up from the B, about to hit the screw face. Strictly for the cake. All we trying to do is get this cheese up. I put my little niggas on game. Come through polo down when they re-up. Cause I don't get enough rap money to raise my seat up. I pull up in the mean truck. So I gotta be up late. If cops creep up, I'm getting gone with myself. I'm trying to keep the best part for myself. They don't want me to see God in myself. They just want me to be lost in myself. They don't want me to be the boss of myself. So I meditate, talk to myself. Go roll a blunt, go outside, walk with myself. The street's quiet, you can hear the sirens from a distance. Smoking this blunt alone, walking past the Lisa Builders. Everybody asleep except for the most wicked. And do I represent the most high? If I sell the fiend, get them the most high. Magic Columbus went down on that boat ride. Never made it. The ways was preserved from the ancients. We fought back and won when they came to enslave us. Cause Europe never got the gunpowder from the Asians. But really though, ain't no rest for the wicked. The devil is awake. The gods is asleep. It's fire in the street. Burn baby burn. It's the way it gotta be. The way it gotta be. If we was once slaves, tell me what changed. Ain't no work. So how much work can I sell today? And how much stress can the black man take? Before I just break, just break, just break. I'm saying how you survive through life every day, August 25th. Bakes Club Black Light. Ras Fresco. Yo, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Ras Fresco. What a legendary interview. A lot of history, a lot of gems here. And thank you to Ras Fresco for, you know, opening up and giving us all the history, man. And if you haven't already, yo... Subscribe to the Come Up Show podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And Ras Fresco's mixtape is out this Thursday. Make sure you follow him on all the platforms and take in that music. Thank you for listening. My name is Chetto. I'll catch you on next Wednesday. Peace.